Hello, friends. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode brought to you by Share the Well.、Uh, I continue my dialogue with Biju around his journey and and what this business has actually done to him. And、uh, he had a rough couple years、um, in the in 2019, 2020. He talks about what he has gone through and how he has grown. And it's been such a blessing and a privilege to be part of his life through this period. Uh, and uh, to see him really emerge stronger as he goes through his tough moments, and you're gonna you're gonna hear that. I, I'm 100% sure that you're going to be encouraged coming out of this、uh, discussion. So take a listen, and、uh, I will talk to you guys end of this episode. So how has how has this kind of career shaped you personally? You know, you know what. Towards the end of my time with my previous employer, right, I found myself getting very bitter and angry.、Uh, not because so much of the job, but just maybe it was burnout. Right? There were a lot of things from a career standpoint. I wasn't very happy with my bosses, my supervisors. I liked the job. I liked the people on my team. I enjoyed the day to day, but I just wasn't satisfied. I wasn't happy, and I think this is where also as a Christian. My faith walk, my faith journey, was very sorely lacking. I think for me as a Christian,、uh, you know, looking back at the last twenty-five, thirty years, you know, I came to accept Christ when I was thirteen years old at Vacation Bible School when I attended here in New Jersey. But for me, God was like an ATM, right? You know, I go to God when I need Him for something. There was a relationship, but there wasn't. I was very lukewarm. You know, I pray fervently when I needed something, but the relationship wasn't as strong. The commitment wasn't there, and I could feel it. I could feel it in my home life. I could feel it in my relationship with my wife and my kids. You know, I could feel it at work. But yeah, I think professionally, you you keep up that facade. You're doing great, but you feel like you're pushing and you have no real energy. Well, I don't know what energy I was drawing on. Maybe it was. Being complimented, maybe it was you know the high of having that power to be able to do, but I was also at the same time at odds with my bosses, and it all came to a head in early 2019, where I just wasn't happy. They weren't happy with. I know I was doing a good job, and I was carrying a lot of the team and a lot, of, but they, I wasn't doing what they wanted of me. I wanted certain things pushed back and forth, and we ended up parting ways. It wasn't so much that I wanted that to happen, but. There was a part of me, and this is this is funny. I never thought in my life, as I as I was there in the lobby of the building, of、uh, you know where I worked, the corporate headquarters, it almost felt like I was being released from prison. Actually, I didn't feel panic that day when I was fired, but I felt almost a sense of relief that、mm. it was over.、Mm. As odd as that may sound, and then、mm. I was thinking, I got a call. Sanaina and I got to tell her I got fired. How do I tell my wife I got fired from my job? That something that had never happened to me before. And I remember because you know I worked in Midtown Manhattan and I would take the ferry on the West Side. It's a half hour walk. I don't even remember how I got to the ferry. I know I walked there, but I was in a daze. My head was scrambled, but yet I wasn't angry. I was relieved. I called my supervisor and I said to her, "I said, did you know this was happening? Because I actually got fired by our boss's boss, my、mm-hmm. boss's boss." So she said, "I didn't know. I didn't know."、Mm. 
whether she knew or not, I don't know. But it's it started a journey for me, Don. That mm. was the first day. Again, it was April 3rd, 2019. It was a beautiful day. The weather was great. You know, went home and and the rest of the day is a fuzz. You know, it's sort of a blur. I remember calling people to tell them what happened and coming home that evening and telling the kids. Uh, they were a little shocked, but but they weren't surprised. They weren't like, mm. you know, because I think they also knew I was dissatisfied. And that's when my journey began in terms of my faith journey. And that's where you also came in, I think, months later. But I think it was weird. Much of 2019 was spent uh, relieved that I didn't have to have two phones and run anywhere. But then also I was concerned, you know, <clears throat> where's my next opportunity going to come from? You know, you're reaching out to your network and people and you're getting some replies and people are replying back. Oh, I'm sorry to hear this. And I initially got some interviews. Things didn't quite pan out. And, you know, spring turns into summer, summer turns into the fall. And here we are. We're at the end of the year. You know, uh, I was fortunate to give a severance package and you know, here we are. It's like December 2019. It's about to be 2020. Little did we know that in a couple of months, the world was about to change. You know, right. the world was about to change in March of 2020. Yeah. And, you know, you're applying and applying. You're not getting. And it was discouraging. It was discouraging. And I think it was yeah. at in the new year, my brother, Bobby, who you had been friends with for quite a number of years, and we knew each other through Thanksgiving get togethers had said, hey, Don wants to speak to you and put you in touch with the, with the brother in the Lord who's also a former media executive. And that's where you ended up introducing me to Bob Bolin. And, and that's where my, you know, involvement with the, the GRC Men's Fellowship came about. You know, all quite like happenstance, right? I wasn't looking for it, but God put people in place from my brother connecting me to you and you connect me to Bob and everything kind of going from there. And then of course, right. then COVID hits. Right. And the world shuts down. <laughs> and that's when I really was, I don't know if I'll, what's going to happen. And that's where you end up going. But I will say this though, Don, is that is God's grace through all mm. of this. You know, never once did my kids go hungry. Never once did we worry about not being able to pay bills? I had the severance. I had unemployment. I had pandemic. So my wife worked. So there was always money to pay bills and do whatever we needed to do. And it's something I always reminded my kids. I always said to them, even when I was unemployed, even during the pandemic, you were blessed. You were never, ever hungry. My kid, it's just, it, it's amazing, right? Even for me, right, my journey was up and down because you have bouts of depression, you have self-doubt, you're angry, you're bitter, you're asking God, why, why, why? But this is what God wanted. And I think for me, and this is something I know I've said to you previously, and I something I think listeners should realize is that God puts you in a situation. He lays a choice before you, right? Two choices. You will either willingly submit or he will force you to submit to him. <laughs> and in my case, God, he forced me to submit. I would say 
he grabbed me by the back of the neck and pushed me down. He said, mm-hmm. you know, I'm tired of playing games with you, Biju. You know what? You grew up in a Christian home. Your parents are faithful. Your grandparents, you've been in that environment, but you are not doing or living your life accordingly. And it's tough, right? Because your pride, your ego, it's all of this, right? Because Don, for years, I never had to rely on anybody. And here I am now. I am without a job and feeling desperate. You know, you feel desperate. You are definitely, you know, you are in the valley, you know? And I think for me, the evolution came about realizing it's like, you can't go to God and make demands. You can't say to God, I want this, that, this, you got to give it to me. I need, no, he, he just doesn't operate. And through obviously through our men's fellowship, through that, our Wednesday night fellowship that we have with our wives and other couples, I really came to understand the will of God. Mm. That the will of God supersedes anything and everything. And that's where the scripture came like that. God willing, according to God's will. And that's where I found, especially during the summer, and especially during the latter half, the, the towards 2020, I really came to understand, I think more so in the fall and in the winter and during the holidays, the will of God, that Lord, yeah. let your will be done. Because I always believe that the most dangerous words a Christian can utter, utter are thy will be done. Because <laughs> and we've discussed this, is that, That you think you're going to prance around in fields of lily and it's just going to be, the sun (laughs) is going to be shining. Jesus will be sitting in the middle of the field holding a little lamb. No, their bullets are going to be flying. There are going to be fires everywhere. You're you're going to be in a mental fog. You're going to be in an utter state of confusion. And the one thing that was amazing, right? You know, we from a professor, and you hear this, right? You're, you're, you've been in the corporate world for a long time. People are like, build that network, 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 network. You always hear, Don, my network failed me. My network failed me, Don. People that I helped make successful, people I contributed a lot to, I didn't hear from anyone. I could count on one hand, Don, how many mm. people I heard from in a two-year period. Mm. People fell out of my life, mm. you know former colleagues, contacts, whatever the case might be. But yet I gained a whole new family, a whole new set of brothers. And it's amazing what God removes and what God replaces it with. But it takes time to see that because as as sinners, as we tend to be, our default is to be selfish, right? Oh, woe is me. Look at my condition. Oh, oh, I'm in so much pain. And it took me a while to see that. It took me a while. It really, it took me, I would say, a, a good portion of 2020. I needed that time to pray, to heal. And also, Bob Bolin, Bob himself said, was like, you got to pray for your enemies. That was strange. I was like, really, Bob? Really? Uh, I, I'll give it a try. But, but you realize how liberating it is. Because not to say that you still don't have a little bit of resentment that doesn't but that anger that 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 searing hatred leaves you because i i think 
when you've been in the corporate world, when you've worked for a while and you're dismissed unjustly, at least as, as you, how you see it, there it can really cloud your judgment. Mm. How not only mm. how you feel about your former colleagues, but how you feel about your family, how you feel about your friends. You know, right. it really mm. clouds your judgment. And I'm grateful. Sanina was very supportive. My kids, they never asked me, Dad, when are you getting a job? They just let me be. Did I have my moments where I might have snapped at them or I had arguments or, of course, because that was the restless me. That was the selfish me. And I'm still working on that because I think by nature, I'm someone who needs to keep busy. I just don't like the eye. And look at COVID. (laughs) COVID has shut everything down. You can't go anywhere. (laughs) I mean, you know, like if you want to go to a cafe or your favorite... You can't go anywhere. What? How many mm. times can I go to Costco and Trader Joe's? <laughs> how many times can you do that? I mean, come on. Yeah, I yeah, mean, you get yeah. tired. You get tired of that after a while. You're like yeah. that novelty is worn off. You know. Yeah. So but it's it. But you, it was you were tough. going. To, it was tough. Yeah. Okay. That, that's uh, it's very honest of you, uh, Biju. I, I think it's it's wonderful, wonderful to hear that. So we're going so fast. You came to a screeching halt, right? It oh. seemed like that, right? Screeching halt, it was a crash. The car went <laughs> right off the cliff and I somehow survived. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and and so, and I know you and I spoke, every day became both tough and easy, right? Yes. So this is, so in 2019, right? Before COVID, obviously, you know, get the kids up, get them off to school. I'm sitting, you know, where I live in northern New Jersey, we live on the main road and you see the buses and people go and to see people every day going to work. I'm thinking, look at this. Mm. Look at these. Mm. These folks have places to go. They have things to do. And look at me. I'm just sitting here. I'm just sitting here staring out the window. And it was humiliating. It was humiliating Mm. and it was depressing. And I found myself, I Don, the the amount of tears I shed in this Mm. two year period was a lot it was a lot you mm. it's it's very very humbling you know it's humiliating it's it it strips you because you know we're so wrapped up in our jobs that's our identity for such a long time and that identity was taken away from me who am i am i a husband am i a father am i a son it's not good enough i used to work mm. for a major news network that's what i did but mm. All of that, when it's taken away, it's a harsh reminder. The identity that you spoke about, um, I was just texting the guy saying, join at 10.50. (laughs) Give us 15 more minutes. The the identity is so tied to what we do. Yes. Right, as men, right? Because, you know, we want to be, we obviously are the breadwinners, most of them, right? I'm sure there are other. Yep you know, ladies who bring the, you know, uh, who yes. win bread and, and bring, bring and, it over. Right. And but, in our home, you know what? I'm, I was very blessed that my wife earns a good salary and she could pay whatever she had to. But I also had, you know, we had fun. So we were blessed. God sustained us. And because I, right. I can't take any credit for that. That is the grace of God. <laughs> for yeah. me to say here, Don, oh yeah, you know what? I pulled myself up and I really know. No, I was wallowing in self-pity for months. But yet God 
was still provided. Yeah, praise God for that. Praise God you for know? that. And um, so this definition of grace, and I know you spoke a little bit about it, because people think grace is to, you know, get what you want. No. But grace no. is also, you know, I think more than what you really need. Grace is that sustaining power. It's like a free gift. God's like, I'm going to give you a freebie. All right. Mm. Whether you acknowledge it or not, because I know this is what you need. Mm. This is not what you desire. This is what you need. That is what God's grace is. It's a, it's a pill most of the time hard to take. Yes. Right. And, and I think we, we tend to um, distort this, this pill. Yes. We make it like a candy. This is not, this is not a candy. No. <laughs> it could be. Is- it could be maybe in certain <laughs> situations. It could be a relief. It could be a sweetness to a very sour situation. But his grace, it, it's amazing because it's something that envelops you and you don't realize it. It took me, Don, because for me to tell you, oh, I had this epiphany in 20, really, this epiphany, this understanding only really came about in, say, the last four or five months. It took a long time, Don, because I was hearted. I was bitter. I was angry for a very long time. You know, it really, it was God working on me and it was the prayers of many people. This is Mm. not, this was something that did not happen overnight. It took a long time. You know, Mm. I would even say, I am not out of the valley. God showed me the pathway out. I'm on the, I'm on the, uh, the incline. We're walking up. I'm still not out because Mm. I, it would be arrogant of me to say, all right, God, that's great. I've got my new opportunity. I'll see you when it's time I'm about to retire. Then we could talk about retirement. No, God's like, not so fast. Not so fast. You know, yeah. and I think and, part of, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, 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 go, go, go. No, no, I was going to say is that God's like, not so fast because the mistakes you made in the previous 25 years, you're not going to be doing for the next 25. If God gives me life that long, I'm telling it's my perspective has changed. Before it was all about me, me, me. I got to do this. Now I'm just like, let me learn. Let me serve. And I just want to go home. I, I don't want you, you, you know what? In fact, my new team, I'm really blessed. Something I never did before, Don. I pray for them every night. I pray for them for every morning. I pray for my team. Everyone by name. I pray for them. Mm. Something I never did, Don. Something I never mm. did before. Mm. I just feel it's necessary for my own peace to not become anxious. It's, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a lot of thoughts because even the job that I got, it's a miracle because, excuse me, my prayer was very specific. I said to the Lord, I said, Lord, please reach people. I cannot reach open doors that I cannot open. And I left it at that. Mm. Amazing, amazing. You know, um, you know, if 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 we were, if somebody were to say, "Hey, staying without a job for two years is grace," you know, it, it's not accepted. It's not. You know, 
It's because uh, I will tell you, praise God that, and I've I've said this in front of my kids that you never saw me on antidepressants, on any kind of anti-anxiety. I don't have a taste for alcohol. None of these things. I was never under the influence of any kind. The only thing that would get out of hand would be my temper, you know, <laughs> and that my wife would like put right back into play. She wouldn't play that game <laughs> as any good wife would do. But uh, no, but I am honestly, I am grateful that I never had a taste for anything like that because I know that's how a lot of people sustain themselves. And I think, and I think if I went down that road, Don, I think it would have destroyed not only myself, but it would have destroyed my family. Even that, even the, even the experience of not getting what would be with your experience, you know, should have been easy given right. the market and all of that that's there. Right. right? It's true. God kind and of, right? Go for God it. just put everything off. You know, people say, you know, and I remember the first few days I was reaching out to former colleagues. Oh, there's something better out there. There's something better. But then, you know, you're like a year, 15 months. What are you talking about better? I haven't gotten anything. But yet when you see others, Lord, why is it that I am pleading with you? I am pleading with you. I am crying. But, but God's like, in my time, in my time. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's amazing because God, it, it, you, you had just had this thing that God is up to just chilling. He's just chilling. He's like, you just, you just wait. You just wait. I got to make things. I got to make moves. And that's the thing we have to do. God has to make moves. You know, it's a, it, it's a very intricate chess game that God plays with the world, that God plays with all of humanity. And we're merely just very small pawns and pieces in that very big game. Right. You know, he's, he's always working on us. And, and sometimes yes. it's, you know, it's like Elijah, one of the, you know, the prophets yes. who, who sat at the brook for many, many months. He was fed but he was just sitting there and, you know, sometimes we feel, you know, I don't know if you, if you did feel that, what am I doing? <laughs> you know? Exactly. Absolutely. Well, and then also Don, and then in the middle of all of this, I lose my eyesight. So <laughs> compound in September, else, yes. Yeah. So in late August, I lose my eyesight in my right eye, go to the doctor. It's a detached retina get wow. emergency surgery, praise God, I got healed. But that was like almost three months of healing. So that pushed me even further back in terms of my job search. And this was all in late 2020. But God had a plan in all of that. You know, it's because I really do, you know, you we I can look back and laugh at certain things. But there was also a lot of pain. But God had a purpose in that pain. Mm. You know, God was like, I am not happy with the way you are, Bidu. I am going to break you. And that's what, God, because I think sometimes we're given a sort of a pack of lies in Sunday school. Oh, <laughs> Jesus loves you and it's so peaceful. No, Jesus and the Father will break you. They will grab you and they will squeeze you until you cannot breathe and you got to call on their name. It, 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 that's, that's really what it is. 
That's really what it is. They were breaking me. And in some respects, I still feel broken. I'm not whole in the sense that it's a work in progress. Mm. Mm. It's a work in progress. I have my moments, right? We're men. Our, sometimes our egos flare up, our tempers flare up. The stupid thoughts in our mind are there, right? We, we're susceptible to that. But it's a work in progress. You know? Yeah. And, and it's funny. It's, it's I, I don't know. Sometimes I just don't have the accurate words. But this is something I promise, Lord, I will continue to testify to his grit. Because I feel there are many people out there who need to hear this. That, uh. that God will sustain you. But it has to be according to his will. You have to acknowledge that. Thy will be done. It's very painful to admit. It's hard to admit because we're releasing control to God. Uh, uh. We're, we're not. And I think that's the thing. It's like I, I had that illusion of control. I was never in control. <laughs> I was never in control. The, the, the heart of God is to eventually, not eventually, but to restore you. Right? Yes. And that process of restoration and that deep surgery that you're talking of, you know, the WW, whatever, you know, World Wrestling Federation slam. Exactly. Right? True. You know, it is a seemingly on the outside and for outsiders and even for us sometimes seems harsh, but it is the right, you know, it's the deep cut for to remove the tumor and the cancer cells is needed. And yes. it's messy, seemingly messy, but it's for eventual flourishing and thriving. It is. It's it's a very it's a it's a gut renovation because mm. really all God is leaving you with is your skeleton and your skin, right? And your organs are barely functioning, right? And He's going to revive all of that, but He really He strips you, He strips you. But also, Don, I also believe. God will do this to those he loves. I think, and you've seen this, I generally think there's a lot of people out there God loves, but he doesn't, I think he loves more than others or he cares about, I just think that certain people of the world, he knows their hearts are so hardened, he just lets them be, they do what they do. But I think for his people, for his children, he will punish us. But in the end, that punishment really is also love because he really wants to save us from ourselves because we can be our own worst enemies. Right. Right. We generally are. We are. Um, yeah. And yeah, as you said, that control piece, right? We, we want, we are type A personalities and yes. we want control. We want to know the outcome. We want to know the inputs. We want to know the process. We want to know everything. And we want to, mm -hmm. we want it all in our line. We want it in our, mind to be aligned right so exactly correct and correct. and that's where i think you know the ego that you were talking off really pops up you know even at our workplace or you know families or whatever yes like my way right when yeah. god is saying nope it's his way ego is so and destructive it, it's destructive i think it's worse than i think it's worse than any drug yeah yeah it's underpinned as you said by pride right it's like yes. I, I, me, mine, right? And that's insidious. It really is insidious. And, and it's kind of, it's not something that it's there. It's there in everything. 
Yes. In the old self of ours, it's it's there, you know, all 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 the time. Yeah. Good. Good. So, um, you know, um, any any final kind of thoughts you have? Um, and we can we can always catch up. It's kind of the yeah. First no, I think I think for me, I I just feel like you know, I'm I'm just I'm a work in progress. Look, I turned fifty in the middle of the pandemic which was very mm-hmm. depressing for me because mm-hmm. for me in my mind I thought we you know, as a family we were going to celebrate but for me to be at home in the middle of a, as the pandemic is raging to be at home unemployed was very depressing Don. it was a low point for me for a milestone mm-hmm. birthday but god was like no we you know i didn't see it that day i didn't understand it but as i sit here and i'm about to turn 51 at the end of march praise god you know, it's like, it was a year long process, right? It was like one year of really struggling. And then the second year was the rebuild. You know, that, that's really the way I look at it. Breaking down and then building back up. Exactly. Exactly. And who would have thought it would have taken two years? You know, two <laughs> years. You know, Don, I looked at from the day I was fired to the day I was offered my new position, 660 days, 22 months. Though those numbers are staggering. It's staggering. You know, I, I, I'm only alive by God's grace. That is, I take no credit for the job I have now. That is a miracle from God. That, that is all the hand of God. For me to take any credit would be to diminish God's power. I can't take any credit for that. Nothing. People say, oh, it's luck. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't believe in luck. I don't believe in luck. Uh, you leave luck at the casinos, at the card table, <laughs> when you're playing poker or blackjack. But this uh, was not luck. This was not luck. This was the hand of God. Because when God moves, you better move out of the way. Because God will move. <laughs> and when he moves, he's going to move powerful things. And it was humbling. It was humbling. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's a, it's a story for the ages, Biju. You know, you know uh, this it's, experience. It's it's an experience that has profoundly changed me. It has changed me, Don. I don't look. I don't look at work or people or anything the same again. You just you know some relationships are gone. Some friendships are gone. I know God wants to restore that, but new friendships have been made. So praise right. God. Right. And I know you you surround yourself now with people who will challenge you. And, yes. um, you know, kind of, you know, this is a tightrope walk, right? Our lives. Yes. Because some, some mistakes are damning and they just need one step. Like you were saying, you just, you just need one step, one wrong step. Right. And some of these things that as men and as, you know, um, people who are working and things like that. So it's, yeah, it's, you know, we, we, we need that kind of cover fire brothers around yes. from an accountability standpoint and who can speak a word of truth into our hearts and lives and yes. keep us, keep us safe. Amen. It's the truth. Yeah. It's the truth. It's uh it, it's it's amazing. And, and I realized, like, wow, how much I neglected 
my walk with the Lord, how much I neglected, you know, it's, right. it's been, and I've spent more time in the word in the last one year than I did the previous 20 years. And that's not an exaggeration. That is, that is the truth. I spent more time in the word. Yeah. Isn't it amazing? Yeah, it is. It, it is. is amazing. Yeah. It's a, it's the best thing in the world. It, uh, that to, it is. To read you know, about God. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to read the word yeah. of God. It yeah, comes yeah. Go alive. for it. It comes alive. It, it, you know, <laughs> jumping up and down, right? <laughs> it really is. It really does. Yeah. And, and you were sharing, right, around how it was and how it is when you read it. It's it's diametrically opposite of what you've experienced before. And so is the case with me every day when I read, it's like, whoa, it's true. Well, what was I reading? I don't know. That's exactly it. It's true. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Biju, thank so. you so, so much. Uh, for thank agreeing you, thank to you. Come on and hopefully we'll catch up again at some point. Absolutely. You know, maybe, Absolutely. maybe in a different setting. I know you're exiting the, you kind of, as you said, you're on the, incline from the valley you know there'll be yeah. other valleys that will come by you know absolutely 100 uh, but uh different settings i think now i'm talk. better equipped when the next to deal with the valley to deal with the valley because you know i'm definitely better equipped mm. praise god for that Thank you, friends, for joining us for that podcast brought to you by Share the Well. It truly is an honor for me to meet some of my friends like this, to talk about issues that matter to them, that matter to us overall. And our endeavor at Share the Well is to bring these content raw. We don't have any editing, by the way, in terms of the podcast that we bring, because we want to bring authenticity we don't want to uh, curtail and, and shape the story or the narrative, but to be truthful and to bring to you content that is relevant and content that will energize you, content that will motivate you. It's been a pleasure to do that. You can engage with us in many different ways. One of the ways would be to visit our website, which you should have in the notes section of, our, of the platform that you stream your podcast. It's uh, for your benefit, I can repeat it here. It's called sharethewell.community. Uh, or you can uh, leave us a comment in the platform that you use to stream your podcast, and we can pick up those comments. If there's any topics that make sense to you and that you want discussed, you know, we can always attempt to get those topics on. So I want to thank you again. I appreciate you guys listening in, and um, God bless you, and have a wonderful weekend.